0: Chapter 1 Monday, July 7, one thirty-five p.m., Phoenix. Jamie Dallas sat in the open doorway of the plane, resisting the urge to grip the sides. The wind roared like a freight train as she glanced down at the earth 10,000 feet below. A dark shape plummeted under her, about 20 yards behind the plane. She could catch him, but she had to go now. Fear, queasiness, and excitement rolled up into her throat. She crossed her arms and leaned forward, letting herself fall into space. A rush of cold air stunned her, and she fought to remember her training. Slow count to three to clear the plane. Arms back and head down. She leaned right, aiming at her target. The earth rushed at her as she plummeted through space, the noise deafening like the world's biggest storm rushing by in an endless stream. Her target was upright, but still free-falling. To escape, he wouldn't open his chute until the last minute. Neither would she. But could she catch him? So much was riding on this. Her stomach roiled after a minute of head-first descent. She'd made many jumps, but had never gone into a nosedive before. Her FBI training hadn't prepared her for this. Nothing had. It was the craziest thing she'd ever done, but she was gaining on him, closing the gap with every second. For a moment, she closed her eyes to calm her nerves and think through her next moves. When she opened them, she and her target were dangerously close to the patchwork fields below, but he was almost within reach. Another two seconds, and she would have him. A thousand and one, a thousand and... He reached for his ripcord. Shit! She had to make contact now, or get the hell away! Dallas threw her arms forward, and her fingers brushed his. Yes! She'd done it! She arched her back to right herself, with feet down. Another pause to create space between them, then she grabbed her ripcord. The chute opened, jerking her body upward. The floating began. A peaceful conclusion to an exhilarating adventure but she wouldn't get to enjoy it for long. They were close to the earth, and she braced for a hard landing. She couldn't wait to gloat about her victory. Not only did Sam owe her a hundred dollars, but for the next week, he had to call her sir and give her sex whenever she wanted it. He'd bet that she couldn't catch him in a free fall, counting on her being too nervous to try a head-first dive or too scared to stick with it long enough to pull it off. Ha! Sam obviously didn't know her well yet, and probably never would. With any luck, she'd pick up another undercover assignment and get out of Phoenix for the rest of the summer. If she were gone long enough, their relationship would fizzle, and that was just fine. Her job was too rewarding to let a guy interfere with it. In the hangar, while Sam was still packing their equipment, part of his dues for losing, she peeled off the flight suit, Then checked her phone. She'd missed a call from Special Agent Gossamer, her supervisor. So much for her afternoon off. She'd been working overtime on a fraud case involving a convenience store owner and food stamp cards, so she'd earned the time off. But the desk work, sorting through transactions, had been so deadly dull, she'd started plotting crimes in her head just to feel alive. She stuck in her earpiece and returned the call. It's Dallas. What's up? An agent in San Diego is dead, and his office is asking for you. Travel. And maybe an undercover assignment. Her body started to hum. Then she realized an agent was dead, possibly murdered, and remembered that her job was sometimes more dangerous than her hobbies. Dallas headed for the exit. Why me? I don't have homicide experience. We'll talk when you get here. Hey, wait. Behind her, Sam hurried to catch up. She'd momentarily forgotten him. It almost made her laugh. Straight-faced, she turned back. Sorry, but I have to return to work. What about our movie date? The disappointment in his face didn't detract from his looks. She'd met him here at the airport on her last jump, and they'd been dating only a month. Why did guys get so invested? It'll have to wait. My boss is sending me out of town. She kissed him before he could respond, then whispered, Think how great the sex will be when I get back. Absence can be good. He pulled away and locked eyes with her. How long will you be gone? I don't know yet. She didn't want to discuss it, but she needed an escape plan. We don't have a commitment. You're free to do what you want while I'm gone. And so was she. Dallas headed for the door.